So help me, she told herself. If it comes anywhere close to me, I'll bash his filthy bald head in and... This thought was interrupted by a second one. Fact of life. A strong man could always overpower a strong woman. And what if he had a weapon? The best defense was always the defense of the rabbit. Swift flight. She put her dodge in reverse. She eased out of the parking place. Make one move with your car, buddy, she whispered aloud, her heart thumping in her chest. And I'm hitting this accelerator so fast. She backed up and turned toward the exit, which led out onto the post road. Where are the police? She found herself thinking. Where are the police? Never visible when you need them. Never. She drove evenly, watching her rearview mirror the whole time. The darkness of the late winter afternoon closed in on the bare parking lot. Snow was piled near the light standards, and the bald man in the car didn't move. Rebecca relaxed, slightly. She breathed more easily. She scolded herself for becoming so upset, for imagining herself in danger. After all, what had this strange man done? His face was pointed in her direction, that was all. But she was still alarmed. Her instincts had kicked in, and her instincts had rarely lied to her. Rebecca's caravan arrived at the exit. The Lincoln made no move. She heaved a big-time sigh of relief. She watched for a break in traffic, glancing repeatedly in her rearview mirror as she waited. A few seconds later, she had a break. She turned left, exiting the parking lot. And as soon as she committed herself to driving in a specific direction, Rebecca heard a screech of tires. She looked in the mirror and let out a short scream. Goosebumps surged across her entire body. She saw her worst fears realized. The man had turned his car sharply. He was following her. She hit her accelerator. Her wheels screeched on the asphalt. She followed the post road for several blocks and watched in the rearview mirror. The Lincoln darted out of the parking lot and was in pursuit. She made a flash decision. She didn't want to lead him directly home, and she saw no place where she could stop for help. So she turned sharply when she came to Tremont Lane, a winding road that cut through a patch of forest. It was in the general direction of her house. She hoped she could lose the man if she floored the accelerator on winding Tremont. She hit her gas pedal hard, but almost immediately she knew that she had erred. The road was slick. There had been some melting during the day, and now what had melted was frozen. It was impossible to move quickly. She prayed that the man in the Lincoln hadn't seen her turn, that he had lost her taillights among a handful of others. Her heart sank. Yes, he had seen her. He turned after her. Seconds later, she realized something worse. He was quickly gaining on her. She went up a hill, then down one, traveling much too fast. Again, her eyes were on the rearview mirror. At first, she saw only blessed blackness. Then there was the glare of the headlights following from the other side of a crest. Then, as she hit a turn, the headlights were yellow and bright about a hundred feet behind her. She heard herself muttering a prayer to anyone who would listen. Listen. Oh no, oh God, please, oh God, help me. The other car was gaining fast. Within seconds, the pursuing vehicle was no more than 60 feet back, its headlight brighter, larger, and more yellow with every second. She hit another turn, hairpin this time, much too sharp, and she was moving far too fast on an icy road. She yanked her steering wheel sharply going into the curve and her tires betrayed her. They didn't hold the road. The van hydroplaned, fishtailed, and slid. At the same time, the pursuing car pulled abreast of Rebecca's. All she was aware of 
was how close it was, tracking her down by cutting into the wrong lane. Then there was a loud crunching sound as her attacker turned his right front fender into her car to force it off the road. The tactic worked. The Lincoln was a heavy old beast designed perfectly for forcing a smaller, lighter vehicle out of a rightful lane. Rebecca's tires whirled on nothing and she hit a patch of black ice. Her tires spun. Then, still forced by the muscle of the Lincoln, Rebecca's car found the narrow, snow-covered shoulder of the road. It slid some more. The van left the road, went down an embankment, ran over some short, snow-coated shrubbery and came to a jarring rest. The Lincoln swerved to a halt. All Rebecca could think of was to flee, run, run, and run as fast as she could. All those miles, all that road work, and now maybe, if she were lucky, maybe it could save her life. For a moment, she was stunned. Then she looked up and screamed. The man had already jumped out of his car.